fucking shop, man. I said that. I don't know if it's like the, the, the hair is looking real good. I'm sauna fresh. So, ooh. It's like s- slicked. You have the hairstyle of a um, 80s ski movie villain. <laughs> you look like you have a really high pitched laugh. <laughs> You'll never <laughs> come into this That's ski it. resort. One take and he's got it. One take. He's a fabulous bastard, isn't he? Before we start, so I've not finished the episode, but I have listened to a lot of the episode of like the the one shot. After your first sentence, I was like, "Oh my god, this is so good!" <laughs> and yeah, I also, I also enjoyed Chris's accent work. It was, yeah, it was just, uh, so good. Very good. You do not understand, Mister Rag, how much of the actual recording went in the bin. I had to <laughs> not only edit it and bin it, I then had to re-listen to all two hours in a load of stuff again and then I got paranoid one more time and listened to it one more time and then realised I'd left in a whole reference oh yeah hang on you haven't got to the end yet but let's just say I made a number of crimes against feminism that still managed <laughs> to make it through so. well humanism I think yeah I, I mean just 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 humankind uh, so that's a thing that happened yeah I've got 20 minutes left I, I, I couldn't handle it on my drive I was like no I'm gonna crash I need to <laughs> <laughs> I need to go home like find a leather chair somewhere and just like listen to it for a bit it was magic both halves are very different of it I couldn't cut it up I was gonna <laughs> chop it into two one hour episodes and I couldn't bring myself so I worked evenings to make it happen to get one two hour episode and then like, yeah, just both halves are just fucking brilliant. Like, Chris Neal is the world's greatest husband and just where he's washing shit out of a bedpan in a cafe with no sense of irony. I was like, Jesus Christ. Mm. Like, this is grim beyond belief. I loved it because it was, I felt like it was like, almost like, um, I can't remember what it is, but like, all like BBC like sitcoms about like a guy who works in a shop. With, like, I can't remember what it is. Oh, fuck. What's that called? Um... Open all hours. I was about to say open all hours because I was like, I don't know how far back. Is that the one? Oh. It's David Jason and Ronnie Barker. It's like open all hours, but then, but then throw in the mother-in-law that lives with them, like upstairs <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 and a big yeah. kitchen in the back. Yeah. And also the wife is Korg. <laughs> I don't know where it's going to go. Like, I have no idea because I'm like... Maybe one day after you've listened to it, I'll tell you all the stuff I cut out, which makes it so much worse. Um, so, yeah. It, I, I made it very dark and then had to turn it into a somewhat family-suitable story by <laughs> airbrushing out all the violence. As I'm listening to it, I'm hoping that, like, they lose. I'm hoping, like, this demon's, like comes out the baby is the demon forever <laughs> there's just a demon baby because like, I think that's the beauty of one shots like you don't have to win you can commit to like making making the players lose yeah or, or, or if that just like naturally happens like bad roles like, like a rogue one yes that film that no one really likes I like it but I really like rogue one I really like it. I thought it was great. Maybe we should do a parody of Rogue One in one of our next one shots where like we know like yes. we're gonna die and we just try and make the worst decisions to make that's, ensure that's that like we lose every at the end. Fucking episode with you. <laughs> I am one with the force, the force is with me. I am with the force, the force is with me. Oh god, not that. 
We should, we should do a prequel to an inconsequential episode of the main show where it's like, oh, by the way, guys, here's a, here's a MacGuffin. Um, and we'll be like, oh, great. Yeah, whatever. And we'll like lose it or something. And then we'll do the prequel where like four people die trying to get the MacGuffin to, <laughs> to where it needs to be. And then we're just like, cool, thanks. I guess. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> it's either that or it's a really dramatic backstory to a character to like an NPC that that was thoroughly canned off because we were just dickheads so basically a one shot of JPEG's backstory oh JPEG yeah. is what I'm pitching I'm so glad you still remember his name which was JPEG? he was a dwarf who got hit in the face with a snowball and fell off the side of a cliff and plummeted to his death into a crevasse we don't know he's dead don't know he's dead to be fair... Schrodinger's JPEG. Yeah. We've often said it'd be like the end of The Grey, where Liam Neeson's just, like, broken, just facing down an alpha wolf in the wilderness, and all JPEG's got is a broken leg and some glass in between his fingers. <laughs> yeah. If they have cubs, we're already dead. <laughs> I need to rewatch that film. <laughs> so I've never seen it before. What? I've, yeah, I've never seen it. It's but so like, good. Oh, man. I'm... I, I, I've got a lot of use of that quote. <laughs> yeah, from Harmontown. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's literally the only reference I know I to that film. I think it's one of the last films I watched with my ex-wife before we got divorced. <laughs> That's what did it. That's what did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I took her out on date night. This feels to see like the great. a lot like our relationship. <laughs> 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 I am Liam Neeson's fist, and you are the pieces of glass <laughs> in between his knuckles. Yeah, Raggy, you are cheaper than therapy. And that is all I'm going to say on the matter. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. We've got lots, lots, lots to get on with today. So are you all sitting comfortably? Yes, no fucking about. Yes. No fucking about. This is pure adrenaline. We need to end this fucking campaign by any means possible. Right, here we go. I fast travel to the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey there. No, come on. Serious face. Serious face. Lock it in. Lock it in. Game face. Lock it up, everyone. Well, hey there, fellow nerds and nerdwells. I'm AJ, and welcome to the Adventurers Anonymous podcast, the home of improvised fantasy fucknuggetry. Come join us week by week as a rotating cast of geeks sip cocktails, play Dungeons and & Dragons, and dance around the boundaries of common decency. Now then, joining me this week in pursuit of all the usual wit and whimsy are three colleagues who really cut the mustard, metaphorically. First up, coming to you from the city of Sheffield, we have all 40 inches of freak himself, Mr. Chris Neal. How you doing? 40 inches of freak. I'll take that. That's that's good. That's good. Did you do did you do like a rough Yeah. Yeah. I did. Yeah, I guess. I guess I guess that works. How are you How are you feeling? Are you feeling better? Yes. It was a serious question. There was nothing behind it. I mean, I, I, I put a smile on your face and that was worth it. My process there was to go on Google and say, Google, how tall is a gnome in inches? And, okay. uh, yeah, that, that makes more sense. Yeah. yeah. And then um, I had to just, I had to, cl- I had to then tell Google I wasn't talking about a garden gnome, but actually a fancy gnome. And, and there we go. It said you were about 40 inches tall. So. Did you at some point have to do a size comparison between garden gnomes and fantasy gnomes? Yes, that was why I do my alone time when the lights go off. Yeah, there you go. That is Mr. Chris Neal. Next up, coming to us from the mystical land of Finland, we have a man who knows not to eat the yellow snow. 
It's Mr. Matt Durant. How you doing? Don't go where the huskies go, and don't do it that yellow snow. Amazing. That's all I have to say about that. That's all he has to say. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? You all right? Good. Yeah, yeah. Haven't haven't spoken to you in a while, or have it's I? It's been a while. Uh, what the other players don't know is that me and Matt had a secret date before this, and I recorded the first episode of something I'm calling "Off the Wagon," where I do like a very quick one-on-one, quick-fire interview with you all. And Ooh. I'm going to rotate around. Maybe I'll do Mr. Rag next week. Um, Mr. Neil after that. Uh, all I'm going to say is Matt does a pretty good Mr. Neil impression. That's all. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that never happened. None of this is true. By that, do you mean like he bitched at you and like you like he was like God, AJ, you're wrong, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't stop him. I should have stopped him. He just got mildly spicy, and everyone was like, whoa, easy. Whoa. Whoa. I mean, we both know it didn't get mildly spicy. It got hella spicy. Uh, At one point, we were referencing your sex tip, and I had to pull the plug, Chris. I had to pull the plug. (laughs) Like, yeah. Oh, no. The bar for for pulling the plug is so much lower for for a one-on-one chat than it is a regular game. That makes me very scared. (laughs) I'm so sad I'm the only one that didn't know your nickname for your penis. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. <My> six tip. <laughs> six tip. Yep. There we go. You've heard his voice already. Finally, the entertainment industry has created many star-studded Chris's. Hemsworth, Pratt, Evans, Packham, Akabusi. But one stands towering above them all. It's Mr. Chris Rag. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Like, no entertainment today, just pure business. Just A to B, storyline, slash, 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 cheese, ascend to the gods, finish. Wow. Someone's been reading Joseph Campbell's uh, story, story wheel, whatever it's called. Fuck! That was going to be such a good reference. <laughs> take, it, take it again. Have it again. I can edit it back in, Chris. Come on. Take a deep breath. No, I'm leaning further away from my keyboard. I'm not going to search for it. Okay. Mr. Rag, did you just allude to the fact you're going to do a cheese board before ascending to the heavens? Where did, where did well, cheese come into that? We've got the Emmentals coming together. Oh. oh. Yeah, business. No. Oh. I don't know if you're referring to the monthly cheese and wine night that I attend, uh, or if we were talking about this business. Why am I not invited? I love a cheese and wine night. You, you, you can come. I'll send you a link, babe. Amazing. What's a digital cheese and wine night? No, no, it's uh, it's in it's in Crooks at the, at the wine bar. Ooh. Digital cheese. We could have lied to him for like five seconds. That would have been really fun. Digital fondue. <laughs> I'm here for that. <laughs> it's like a book club. We talk about our, our favorite cheese of the week. Oh god, don't even. Oh, that does sound so good. Um, I was in a bar in Kellam Island the other night. And uh, Shan had popped off to go to the toilet or something like that. And the guy on the table behind me tapped me on the shoulder and was like, dude, dude, need a wine recommendation. So I gave him a wine recommendation, like thought nothing much of it. And about four minutes later, this lady turned up and sat opposite him and he'd clearly tapped me up for information on a date. 
to try and... What? I, I was drinking red wine at the time, and I was like, ah, shit! If I'd known he was going on a date, I would have made a much worse recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> That's shitty. Well, ran, I, ran up to the bar and got, got them to pour out the bottle of wine and just replace it with oil off the top of my head. Piss. Just, just maybe not piss. Okay. Oil, though, would be what, fun. cooking oil? That'd be grim. Yeah. Imagine decanting yeah. cooking Oh, yeah, decant. Yeah, no, 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 no. Say, say, say those, say, say those words again. Decant cooking oil. <laughs> decant cooking oil. Nice. So, so, right. okay. okay, okay. Cool, 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 cool. It right. does kind of sound like a brand of cooking oil. Oh, decant cooking oil. Okay, okay. I thought you were taking the piss out of my accent there. I mean, uh, right. Decant. Who would like a recap? Uh, I'm going to say no because it's uh, the, it's a special episode. Oh. Yeah, we're uh, we're all we're all business tonight, AJ. We don't have time for a recap. Oh, don't even. All right, I'm going to do a recap for the listeners for the 8.7 million listeners. I'm going to do a quick recap. Last we left off with our intrepid adventurers, they had got themselves in a spot of bother in what could be loosely described as a shopping episode, whereby they'd split the party up into various bits. Belsiar. Uh, charging off in his coffin into the city to try and... um, Well, he had a second-hand coffin when he set off, and by the time he came back, he had ordered a bespoke coffin. I believe it was made of um, skank wood, had an ox-leather interior, uh, a metal roll cage, came with air vents and uh, flames down the side. So so you, you took yourself to a funeral home to get that ordered... Tatty Bojangles took himself around every shop in the known universe, purchasing all the most inadvisable weaponry and explosives, and also tested the limits of my organizational skills by getting me to name all the random crap he had in his inventory, discovering along the way that he had a ring three wishes that they'd been carrying around for a while. Spoilers! And Hanash basically spent most of the episode in bed giggling to himself having nailed his colleague into his coffin (laughs) but this is where stuff gets a little spicy listeners because we ended the episode with Tati coming back to the busty barnacle inn to see a crowd of people gathered around the notice board and pushing his way through their legs he got to the front and he looked up and looking at all the different notices, the one that caught his eye was a a wanted poster that came with the following words. Wanted for crimes against elfmanity. Yes. But I'm going to get the exact words. Can you mm. feel elfmanity? <laughs> so we don't want to hold the notes coming after us again. Yeah, we don't want another Russia on our hands. (laughs) So, making his way to the front of the crowd, he looked up and he saw the wanted poster, which, to his disgust and amazement, had a crudely drawn picture of the crunk fuckers. And the wording underneath said, wanted for crimes against elf heritage, looting and plundering, violent criminal behaviour and breaking the Wisnorian Accord, signed Oberon. Reward, 10,000 gold pieces. Question. Yes. When it says Oberon, does it give a title for him? 
Lord of the Savalier Elves. You thought it might be a different guy. No. <laughs> Oberon, tax man. <laughs> it's another Oberon we're pissed off. <laughs> okay, look, sometimes look, like people people can have the same name and both be elves and both be from the Savalier Wood and both hate us. And that's where we're going to pick up this week's episode, Tatty. You pulled up your hood and you melted through the crowd to your friends. And that's where we're picking up this episode. Uh, it's middle of the afternoon. About three o'clock, let's say, in the afternoon. Middle of the afternoon. Okay. Question, because I might have imagined this. When we spoke to... I will find then... Garibaldi Bandito? Garibaldi Bandito. Was that the woman who... How dare you? It was a man. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, with a name like Garibaldi, I, I really really should have known. Who was the owner of the uh, tiki bar that I spoke to? Oh, uh, that's a bloody good question. Oh, Ye- Tooks. That's right, yes. Tookminster, Tooks. Yes. I could be imagining this, but when we when I spoke to her, didn't she, did she say that she wanted to like go get a drink or something and discuss selling the bar? She did. Um, you'd made a sort of basic agreement that uh, you and Tooks were going to have dinner this night. This night, okay. Yeah. So in a few hours' time, you'd sort of made a arrangement with Tooks that you were going to meet for dinner. Uh, at a local restaurant that Belsiar will know well because he went on a date there once. It's called Spread and Dip by the celebrity chef Ruben Guaves. And yeah, you've probably got about four hours. You're just like name dropping random NPCs for like a flashback one shot about their life story now. I'm just showing off how organized I am. <laughs> yeah, I'm not plucking this shit out of my ass. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Strut it. That's good. Okay. <laughs> well, Tati is terrified by the thought of social interaction and anything that resembles a one-on-one conversation with anyone. Mm. So the fact that he and his friends have shown up on a wanted poster kind of makes me think that we should we should leave under cover of night. It's basically just when the sun goes down. It's like we don't need to complicate it. I'm in the bar. Are these guys have these guys come back? Are they upstairs? That's right, yeah, everyone's upstairs currently. Um, I've not left yet, baby. No, uh, Hanash has never got out of bed. Belsiar, your fancy-ass coffin that you paid for up front, 1,250 gold pieces for, will be available in about 24 hours' time. It's okay, I can wait. Okay, okay. Oh, no, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that yet. Okay, okay. And okay. Tati, you've obviously come back slightly weighed down by all the equipment which you purchased including but not limited to different types of arrows i believe you bought a fire arrow an ice arrow a poison arrow and an explosive arrow bought yourself some very fancy ass bow with some some um arrows to go with it and also just for shits and giggles invested in a crate of dynamite from memory, I think yes. you might have purchased ten sticks. Ten sticks. Five of which have Hanasha's maybe not his name on them, but like, at the very least, like a picture of his winning smile. 
like a like a stick of rock. It says Hanash at the end. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's, pa- he's painted them like sticks of rock. Okay, here's what I'm gonna do. It's the middle of the afternoon, right? I'm gonna keep my hood up. I'm gonna go upstairs and find these guys. You guys were sharing a room, right? Yes. Uh, with toad flaps as well, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go into your room, where I assume Hanash is at the very least. And if you're both there, I'm gonna say, "Hey, I, look, I got good news and I got bad news. Good news, I bought you guys some stuff. Mm. I'll give Belsia the quarter staff and the wand of fireballs, and I will give Hanash the potion of cloud giant strength." And five sticks of dynamite. <gasps> My bird got to you. <laughs> Good bat. <laughs> you got my letter to Santa Claus and bought things accordingly. And then I guess I'll tell them. I mean, I, d- I can't remember if we've spoken since we all saw. Oh, yeah, we, we all saw the elves when we were together. That's fine. Yeah, I'll just say that downstairs there is a wanted poster. With all of our faces plastered across it, quite crudely, you know. Especially Aristobulus, he looks even worse in the in the wanted poster than he does in real life. <laughs> it's like they've caught him mid dab, but it's also while he's really drunk. So he's like, <laughs> it's like an actual zombie doing the uh, the the dance from the White Jackson song, Thriller. That's it. <laughs> so. I had agreed to go for to go for dinner with uh, Tooks uh, to talk about buying the bar and what kind of deal we could do there, but I think I think we kind of we kind of need to we kind of need to get out of Dodge as soon as the sun goes down. I look a bit confused and scared, and I think, huh, so long, suckers! I don't need to keep this appearance for very long. And I go to my, uh, I go to my luggage and I take out my, um, hat of disguise shortly before remembering it's at the bottom of the sea. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally about to say, as you were saying that, I was like, when's too soon oh. to tell him? <laughs> <laughs> and at this realization, I just fall on the ground and break down in tears. I like the idea that you pull out a hat. And you put it on your head, waiting for. <laughs> it's just a normal. Looking one. really pleased with yourself, like. What, waiting the hour for it to attune? It's going to happen. It's going <laughs> to yeah. happen. You guys it's, fucking wait. It's, it's going to work. It's just not attuned yet. You'll see. <laughs> yeah, you. You've lost your inventory at the bottom of the ocean when you were killed by a dragon. Yeah, do, do you remember that? You remember that? You lost. You lost quite a lot of stuff. Actually, lost about three years' worth of inventory, including a laser gun that had been handcrafted for you (laughs) by a gnome engineer. I kind of pat Belsiar on the arm uh, as I hand him the wand of fireballs, and I'm just like, I know you you can't you can't disguise yourself anymore, but hopefully, the next time we we have something to kill, this will this will give you a certain amount of comfort. (laughs) I, I briefly hold it to my head and they're like no you're right I'll use it on someone else wow <laughs> I put my hand on his shoulder and I was like not me no, not around me 
<laughs> we don't need any more ice knife incidents. You got it, big man. You got it. And, and I, I look at Belsia and I was like, I'm, I'm sorry for mocking you. I'm sorry that I've, not, I've been a bit of a knob the last 24 hours. I'm going to stop being nice to you, buddy. I don't <laughs> I don't actually know. Well, I guess, though, I, could, I put two or two together and realized that you nailed me into the coffin. <laughs> he has no idea what you're talking about. He saw a random coffin being dragged around the bar, but he doesn't know it was you. And after I say that, I wink at him. <laughs> oh no <laughs> so it was you yeah are you guys I get, I'll, I'll probably bring like Aristobulus and Maud and Toadflaps and Barbara and <laughs> fucking Hedwig and the rest of the fucking menagerie of familiars that we've got <sighs> in on this conversation and be Gaspard like Gaspard the spider yeah Gaspard uh, Keith, the sugar glider. Pakato. Um, Pakato. Yeah, as you hear a voice behind you saying, don't forget me. Yeah. How could we? As uh, your black necromantic crow just flies out of the coffin where he's been slightly bedraggled next to you. Yeah, he's a vampire too. <laughs> I like to think he looks just like a regular crow, but uh, like just slightly like more vanta shade yeah. of black uh, <laughs> what is the difference between a, a regular crow and a vampire crow not a lot I really hope there's like at the end of its beak you got like two little mm. <laughs> it's got two little fangs hanging out the side of his beak That's it. yeah but like right at the end of the beak yeah <laughs> I feel unsettled by the plan and the only thing that unsettles me is that we've not burned anywhere down yet and whenever we leave this place we burn somewhere down so I kind of <laughs> feel like I was going to say that somewhere doesn't feel right we've got to wa- when will we have time we've got a wonder fire ball I mean we just pff, whatever I don't care well, the, the armory would pretty shit look uh, there's no need that anymore look look guys um, you know I love burning places down as much as as much as the next guy. Remember that giant? Remember that giant mansion we set on fire in that vineyard? All those goblins we could have saved. This is the path that we're on now. You know, I really want to revisit the idea of buying the tiki bar and coming up with a really witty name for it, which is still TBD. So what I'm trying to say is that we've grown as people we don't have to burn somewhere down every time but at the same time we are going to come back here once we sort this shit out with the with the really really like rock hard cheese that we've been carrying around for way too long long story but I've got a coffin on order <laughs> um, I, I guess I'll probably hold on for that for 30 working days I mean worse comes to worse I can <sighs> I could I could go and I could go and tell them that. You think they would forward it? Like if we if we if we, we give them a, if we give them no forwarding address, will they just launch it into the mountains? Oh, I don't want that. We know where we're going, ish. Do we? Uh, well, we know the region. I don't think we know exactly where. You do. God, it's a nightmare. It's a village, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah, they'll, they'll have, like, locker boxes or something, won't they? That'll just put a code in and... Yeah, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, no. 
How many carrier pigeons does it take to carry a, a, a steel plated <laughs> coffin? I'll <laughs> 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 send an airship. <laughs> Just over the table talk. You do know the village. It's called Snig Thicket. Yeah. Note taking. Sorry to ruin your wonderful role playing. I was just sitting back enjoying that. Mm, no, uh, it's it's worthwhile information. You know, it depends. It depends. You know, if you guys think it's worth hanging about for another for another night, it's just like to get your to get your coffin. <laughs> I, uh, you, you sound you sound dull when you say that. You sound like. Like you're one of these day walkers, and you're better than us because you don't need a coffin to walk around. In. I pr- no, no, no. There's no, there's no note of derision <laughs> from me. It's that I, you know, I had a a, a kind of, un- I had unconfirmed plans for tonight that I really would rather not go to. And if anything, the the elves being here is kind of an excuse to just get the fuck out of dodge for a little while. Um, I want I want to buy the bar, but I also but 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 Tooks, I don't know. She was very she was very much like, well, you should wine and dine me, and I think she might have got the wrong idea from the <laughs> from that interaction. What me, an NPC interaction with one of you that didn't get confused sexually? <laughs> that doesn't make sense, Mister Neil. I think you're gaslighting me. What was it? What's that? What's that godly voice that I can hear? <laughs> <laughs> Nah, spot on. She wants a look at the old Tessie Bojangles. She wants to see the, the Bojangles family Bojangles. She wants to see his sex tip. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> we interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Wisdom of One is a podcast about fantasy. What are you... And what is your special? Um, He's on the dollar menu. He's delicious. Brothers arguing. You guys are the worst people ever. I hate all of you. (laughs) And really good decisions. (laughs) So the wind is whistling past your ears as you're plummeting over the cliff. (laughs) So please find Wisdom of One, subscribe, and give us a try. Jesus, we're really doing the cannibalism thing? (laughs) Wisdom of One and Wisdom of One. Charisma of 20, but a wisdom of one. So I'm quite happy for us to just to wait until the sun goes down today because it's like mid afternoon now, and just oh, is it? Yeah, to just get out of dodge. <laughs> um, it might, it might, it might, it might mean that we have to find a solution of some sort, like that means that you guys can travel during the day. Well, that's what I was trying to do, but apparently we can't wait around 24 hours for a coffin to be made. We can we can we can wait around. I mean, we can, we can wait around. I'm just saying that I I'm scared both of the elves and yeah, of and of the social point. interaction that I will have to go through. I will just point out at this point when you were listing off people who were in the room. Don't forget that um, Jeffrey and Peter are also in the room, just standing in the corner. They're the two lackeys yeah. that um, Belsiar has paid eight silver pieces for the day. I just see them as part of the furniture now. Yeah, they're just standing in the corner, looking awkward. I guess we could see if uh, if they could go get us a carriage. They're my people, Tati. <laughs> you can't order them around. I, that's I'm not I'm not talking to them. I'm talking to you. 
I'm not, that's, would you, that's would you like to say? That's why I'm. That's why I'm. That's why I'm talking to you. <laughs> look, Belsia, I can't even look at them without feeling awkward because I don't. Because look at me, look at me. I don't know whether whether look at you've me. just whether look you, at me. I don't look at me. Look at me. Look I'm at the me. Captain, no, I, I'm the captain. No. Belsia, real talk. I don't. I don't know. Whether you have paid these gentlemen, I still don't look at them, I just gesture to them. I don't know whether you've paid these gentlemen or whether you have charmed them with some kind of vampire sex magic. You think the only way I can get two people to follow me around is by charming them with vampire sex magic? Is that what you really think of me? Or paying them, is what I'm saying. It's one of those two options. Well, the, the, the latter option, but... But 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 their names are their names are uh, are PJ and Jelly, <laughs> no, PB and Jelly, and they answer to me. So yes, they can get us a carriage. Yeah, okay, I'm I'm not saying that that's what they need to do right now. I'm saying I'm we're, we're in the brainstorm period. Okay, we've got we've got hours until until the sun sets. We're in the we're in the blue sky period right now. I look outside and it's chucking it down with rain. Can I ask if Marvin's in the room with us? Where's Marvin? Marvin died a long time ago. I don't want... I'm not, I'm, Marvin's been... <laughs> Marvin died about 40 episodes ago, <laughs> Mr. Rag. Do you remember, remember Chris Neal got high on weaponized oh, no. hallucinogenics and rode Keith, a Keith. goat off a cliff? Keith, the sugar, the sugar glass. I'm thinking of Keith, Keith the sugar glider. Is, oh, is Keith the yeah, room? don't bring Marvin up. Chanel will get really weepy-eyed again. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Keith in the room. Uh, Keith the sugar glider is indeed. You see, um, Maud is just sitting on... The, well, there's there's two beds in the room, and if you remember canonically, one of them is broken. You're on one of them that's actually broken because you took all the nails out of it to hammer into your colleague's coffin. Mm-hmm. Um, Maud is currently sitting on the other good bed and is just stroking Keith, um, calming him. Uh, can I go and sit on the other side of Keith? And like, it's okay, Keith. Mummy and Daddy will fight, and then oh. I want to bite, bite him in the throat. <laughs> Um, sure. I need you to make me. Hold on, just just for the interest of my own health, because Chanel. Uh, maybe stealth check. I don't know. You, you, you're the D and D daddy. Uh, I'm 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 the D and D daddy. Okay. I've asked you never to call me that again. <laughs> I thought that was just in the boudoir. <laughs> whatever you want to convince yourself of. I, I'd like you to make me an opposed dexterity check. Uh, dexterity check. Uh, all right, hold on. I got a three. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't I kill this fucking true one? This is like the third time I've tried to kill him. I got a 19. So as you go in... Keith, the sugar glider, just slips out of your fingers as your fangs come out the front of your mouth. Before you know it, you feel something constricting. You don't need oxygen being a vampire, but you feel something choking your throat. As you look up, you see Maud has her tail wrapped around your neck as she's like, If I was you, I would not mess with my pets. I I, I just slipped. (laughs) I didn't mean to do it. I will give you the benefit of the doubt. 
And if you keep going, I will turn you into a fucking handbag. As she uncoils her. I'm going to turn to Melissa, like just this happening kind of next to us. And I'll just be like, just out of interest. How are you guys finding being vampires? I'm glad you've asked. <laughs> Do you enjoy the subculture? Is it, is it, is it, is it cool? Well, it's a bit of a pain because it's like, it, you, you'd think being dead would remove a lot of worries from life, but it, <laughs> it's just adding new worries like catching on fire, falling into running water, or being hunted down by a mob and stakes through the heart. So, yeah, it can turn into mist. I don't know. I, I love it. I don't want to say it because it, it will it, it feels offensive to say it but you know if you guys if you guys are, are are happy being vampires that's that's totally that's totally cool I'm happy to like if we fight people I'm quite happy to like you know carve off some of the shit meat and throw it to, to you guys for extra sustenance for some blood shit meat thanks you know like if we find some bandits or something like that I'll just like kick one over to you guys and you guys can just eviscerate him in like five seconds yeah I love I love eating a good bandit that's but, yeah it's all in the catching of it god <laughs> <laughs> bloody daywalkers turn us out to eat our scrap they don't understand that as you're all having a merry old time you hear the door creaking you hadn't even noticed that toad flaps had left the room as she re-enters very quietly closing the door she looks around slightly worried as she waits for a pause in the merriment and conversation and she says i don't want to make a big thing out of it but there appears to be some gentlemen downstairs in black cloaks. Ah! Seems the elves are here. How do you guys want to play this? Maybe me and Hannah can cozy up in in a coffin. <laughs> Why not? We can say we're... Tati says there's been a bereavement. I tell them that one, like a fake, I told the... Um, What's his name? Civic Cloaca, that yeah. one of our familiars died and wanted to be buried in a human sized coffin. <laughs> so those are ways that waste as much as two. You <laughs> said it was Theobald, who was a turtle. Theobald? He weighs as much as a, a crocodile and a half orc put together. <laughs> <laughs> he was a hefty boy, okay. So what if, what if we sent, what, look, I don't want to, I don't want to suggest. I want to suggest things for your for your guys to do because that's your that's your thing. I want to be very respectful, but also we're on a time crunch because they're downstairs now. <laughs> what if we What if we get them to go get a carriage and pull it up outside? Yeah, and and um, well, that that covers the transport problem for you guys, but at the same time, I kind of need to figure out what's going on with these with these people downstairs. Uh, I'm going to turn to Toad Flaps and be like, were they were they elves, the guys in the black cloaks? I, from the looks of it, I stayed at the top of the stairs and I looked down. Three elven gentlemen. Great job. Yeah, I don't know why they're like that. They only hire from within. Like, they don't, they don't hire 
they're very I don't want to say they're racist but it's I mean let's be honest they are supremacists in a fantasy universe <laughs> very one note thank you thank you I don't want to keep on you know being like a one-idea pony but you know burning down places is our bread and butter and now there's enemies in this place I don't think we can come back here so maybe we start a fire and then the chaos yeah there are two places I will not permit us to burn down in this in this town. Two places out of a whole town's worth of buildings. One of them is the Tiki Bar, named TBD for when we take it over. The second one is the Busty Barnacle, because I like it. Look, I, the, I, I don't get attached to much, but it's an old school pub run by an old school guy who thoroughly bought it hook, line, and sinker when I lied to him about one of our familiars being dead. <laughs> And gave you free shots twice. And gave us free. And gave us free booze. I, I kind of look at Belsia. I was like, "Times are changing." <laughs> Used to be with. Used to be we burned down and burned. This is what they call character development. The one thing we all had in common is now no longer. Like, should we even continue <laughs> with companions anymore? <laughs> This has strong vibes of the episode where we all fall out with each other, and it's like, <laughs> he doesn't like Tatty doesn't even burn down pubs anymore. This is the real dark night of the soul. It's when we yeah. can't decide whether to burn down a pub or not. Oh boy! <laughs> Over the table talk or under the table talk or whatever it is, I'm loving how like aggressive Belzar is in this episode. It's oh my god! <laughs> it is. It is my favorite thing. He's got a staff and it's gone straight to his head. <laughs> <laughs> He's like one rung up. The staff does nothing other than it's slightly better at hitting people with. The wand of fireballs is hilariously powerful. Oh, oh, the, the, there's there's the staff you, I know. You make your employees. employees. Yeah. Yes. Oh right. Oh yes. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a staff. That's a good point as well. Yeah. 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 PB, PB and Jeffrey are more useful than the quarter staff. Yeah. And it's the way you aggressive, like, Tati be telling a story, and then Belsie go, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Back to business. I say, okay, Tati, I will not burn down this bar. Let's get out of this pub. Uh, I think, Belsie, if you would be so courteous and benevolent to grant us access to your staff to get a carriage maybe toe slaps who they don't know can go start a ruckus downstairs cause a distraction and we can all kind of end the distraction try and slip out or, some, or something to that effect mm. sounds like a plan yeah that feels like that that feels like a, a good idea toe, toe flaps you feel good about that well I did swear a life dead to you the last thing I want is one of those greasy blonde-haired fuckers spiking you on the end of one of their swords. So yes, I'm up for a distraction. As she picks up one of your sticks of dynamite, Tatty, and just flips it <laughs> end over end. What did you have in mind? So we are burning down the bar. Don't, don't, don't burn, don't burn, don't burn this place down. If you, if there's a, if the, if the, if the, if the main road outside is is pretty wide. Maybe throw throw it outside. But burn something else don't. down, by all means. Yeah, burn something else down, by all by all means. Yeah. Uh, try not to kill, you know, the non-supremacist uh, people. 
So, yeah, I'm all turned around. Uh, uh, Belsia has got me rethinking how I how I talk to you guys because I talked about PB and PB and Jeffrey. It's it's good. It's good. I'm learning. <laughs> also, just to put it out there, if you guys don't want to be vampires anymore, I can totally make that happen. Oh shit! You've got the ring of wishes now. I don't know that, so I take this as a threat, and I, my fangs just start to come out a little bit. <laughs> And make you fucking dead, Holmes. No, uh, <laughs> I'd not told you about the ring, so I'm just gonna like take it out and be like, "This, this is a ring of three wishes." I more wishes. What? More wishes. I thought you said four wishes. I was like, "Why would I wish <laughs> for four? <laughs> I have a feeling that um, we we can't just wish for more wishes. Mm. That feels like a thing that wouldn't happen loophole I would love to earmark one of the wishes if we can help it but if we need two wishes to restore you guys to life life we can do that if you want there's no pressure here it is quite annoying not being able to be outside at the same time if I'm perfectly honest yeah I do like being a vampire but there's a different version of this where I just like, I don't know, get get s- someone else to help me just chuck you guys outside, and then I use the ring to wish you both into into like non vampires as you're outside like half burning. <laughs> <laughs> then it goes horribly wrong. We're just we're just half burned. <laughs> <laughs> you don't heal after being cured. You need to use a different wish. <laughs> Covered in burns. Fuck you, Bojangles. Yeah, I miss food and and the sweet embrace of a woman. Uh, uh. What do you know about the sweet embrace of a woman? You've killed everyone who's ever showed you even a whisper of affection. Fair point. It's just it's something people say, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> I look at Hanash and I'm like, I'm pretty sure you guys can still fuck, right? Nothing wrong with my uh, my sex tip. Don't you worry about it. Nobody enjoys a dusty cum shot from a vampire. Genuinely thought you were going to use the word pecker then. I was like, I was, I was, gonna, I was literally going to turn to turn to Kato and just be like, mm-hmm. oh, God. Imagine a vampire coming. It'd be like emptying a hoover bag. It'd be the, the most disgusting thing you've ever seen. Fantastic. But I, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to pressure you guys. I don't want to pressure you guys. I'm, I'm happy for us to work out this plan where we get a carriage and it can co- like shelter you guys from sunlight. What if you wish for us all to become vampires? Plan <laughs> B. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> then how would we leave right now? <laughs> Bill and Ben, whoever they're called. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff and Pete. Jeff <laughs> and Peter. I'm going to say I don't want to be a vampire. I'm not going to speak for Aristobulus and Maud and, and uh, Barbara and Keith and uh, Paketo. <laughs> All right, I was, I was spitballing. I mean, I mean, I mean, you. I mean, you know, you said that the logistically, it's not. It's not awesome for you. It's only awesome if we're not the same thing. <laughs> if we all become vampires, then it becomes awesome again. 
even more awesome. Can you imagine we go hunting together? Oh, that'd be so much fun. Yeah, big parties, big castle. We can all have our own coffin. Yeah. <laughs> coffin parties, everyone sitting around <laughs> in a circle. You said coffin. Co- coffin? We can all have our own coffin? You can forget about the tiki bar, but the fucking castle. Yeah. No. <laughs> Do Aristobulus or Maud say anything to this? <laughs> Aristobulus is like looking particularly high. I mean, most of the time you could see he's been trying to follow along, but he's not very good with complex kind of like conversations as he's just been rifling through his bag of shrooms. As he looks up, he's like, Yeah. No. Hold on. So you uh, do want to become uh, a vampire? Wait, 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 wait. I might have zoned out for a little bit there. Uh, and he's looking to Maud for help as he looks <laughs> pleadingly at Maud as Maud's like, no, we do not want to become vampires. Think faster. The men are downstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we, we can, we can table this conversation if we, if we need to. Okay. Belsiar, would you be so honourable and kind as to grace us by by telling Pebian? Yes, yes. I'm sorry I got angry at you earlier. Pebian Jeffrey, thank you. It's okay. a really awkward hug. Side hug. Side hug. Thank you. That's very. That's that's very. That's very nice of you. Your your scales are are very nice and warm. Must be all the fire. And your fangs are comforting and smooth. <laughs> it's my neck. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give them some money to. Um, I'll give some money to to, to PB to mm-hmm. get a carriage. Yeah, and I'll give some to to Jelly to ask the um, funeral home to hold my coffin for three months. <laughs> Or just until you come back. <laughs> until I come back, I guess. <laughs> okay, right. As as you say this, you give orders to um, Jeffrey and Peter, who've just been standing in the corner just listening to this all, looking slightly worried, but knowing that they're being paid reasonably well. As they take coin off you, um, how much are you giving them? I guess... Uh, More specifically, how much are you giving them to buy a carriage? I'll, I'll, I'll give PB... Three gold for a carriage, and I'll give three gold. Okay, jelly one gold for uh, for uh, for convenience fee for the funeral home. Okay, as both of them leave and make their way downstairs, I'm just going to make some quick rolls. <laughs> I feel like maybe I should have put more money towards the carriage. Hmm. <laughs> Okay. We just need to get it here. Like, how much can it be? We can pay them more when they get here. Yeah. Why, why is everyone looking at me like that? <laughs> I don't know how much you gave them. So, oh, sorry. How much you gave for the for the coffin? No, I, I, I mean, I I know, but Tatty doesn't know. So I'm not. I can't. I can't say either way. Okay. I was waiting for AJ to say if we've succeeded, but I guess we won't know until we go outside and talk yeah, to we, we won't. Um, <laughs> we, won't, we won't know. <laughs> can, can I say to Sassy, like, I, I'd be happy to become a human again. Let, 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 let's, I think this situation would be a lot easier if you wish me human again. Well, we're not a human. 
I'm not, I'm not going to make you. I'm not going to make you human. I'm going to make you a half orc. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, I, <laughs> if, if you make me into a <laughs> mega orc, that'd be sick. <laughs> mega orc. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Bells, yeah. What, what, what do you say? Do you want to become a mega orc as well? <laughs> you could still have your staff. <laughs> you could still have PB and Jeffrey. Yeah, but you can't be. A, or could I? I can't be a vampire lord, but perhaps I could be a lord. I mean, you do come from wealth. And then I'd have even more wealth. And then I could crush everyone under my foot. Like I was biting their neck, but more efficiently. So I could do it in the daytime as well. <laughs> Belziar discovers trickle-down economics. <laughs> yes. And if I get all the money, that will benefit others somehow. In the community. Also, pyramid schemes. <laughs> yeah. It's up to you. Don't let us, like, pressure you. They've already gone to get the carriage. It's going to be inefficient if we use, if, if you use one wish, and then I change my mind later, and I'm like, can I have that other wish? I have a feeling that we'll need two wishes to do this. Oh, yeah, you can't really get a twofer. You you, you, you go ahead, Hanash. I'll, I'll sleep on it. Oh no! If, if you're not doing it, I'm not doing it. Okay, <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're gonna sleep on it. Toad flaps. Is Toad flaps already distracted? Is she dead? Is, is Toad flaps game over now? <laughs> is the bar on fire? No, Toad flaps is there. But how how would it be one wish or two wish? And there's the sound of screaming and. Death. <laughs> <It's> death. <laughs> how much is a carriage? How much should you tip the driver? <laughs> Paralyzed by indecision. <laughs> Fire and smoke billowing out. We're going to get business done in the first hour. We've still not left the room. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? How many wishes is it? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm dying. I'm inhaling smoke. <laughs> oh, shit. He can't, he can't, he can't use the we, He can't we, use the ring anymore. He air. <laughs> yeah, I wish that he could have air. No. <laughs> me, me and Hannah should just have a conversation surrounded by smoke. Completely <laughs> oblivious. <laughs> Toad flaps. Could you force a hand and just go down and make distraction now so we have to move, please? Yeah, just just go downstairs, Toad flaps. Just do what you're going to do. Um, please try not to burn down this, this bar. As Toad Flaps goes to leave the room and start her distraction, you hear footsteps running down the corridor outside your room as the door bursts open, almost pinning Toad Flaps to the wall as she just manages to get out of the way before being squashed behind it. As you see the slightly bleeding shapes of the burly men, Jeffrey and Peter, as they're like, full disclosure, uh, turns out they know who we are, uh... So we do have minutes before they're, they're coming. They're coming. As uh, they, they run back into the room, slam the door. My, my coffin's safe, right? <laughs> <laughs> my investments! You hear footsteps <gasps> pounding up the stairs at the end of the corridor. I use their dying bodies as a, against the door to barricade the door, the door shut. Both of them are still alive, very much, <laughs> as you just 
pound <laughs> both of them <laughs> into the door. You grab them and force them onto the ground, and they're like, "Stop it, please!" And you're just like, "Go to sleep, go to sleep, bar the door." <laughs> you know the trick when like people put like a metal bar through the handles, and so it holds the door. And it just takes one of them and slides it through. Slides their arm through and, like, breaks it. <laughs> That'll keep him back for a few minutes. As you can hear the door handle going, as you can hear something pounding against the door as uh, both, I keep calling them PB and J now, you arseholes. Jeffrey and Peter are leaning <laughs> against the door as you can hear individuals trying to get into your room. Now, that's where we're going to pause on this episode, on that horrible cliffhanger, and we will be back. And then shit's about to get real, gentlemen. We can come back and we're going to finish the campaign. We're going to kill these guys. We're going to go to the mountain. We're going to find find some, um, Madame Webb, and then we're going <laughs> to <laughs> we're going to go find. We're going to shout out to Dakota Johnson in, in the new Madame Webb. Um, we're going to go find Dakota Johnson. Uh, that's who I'm picturing as Lady Petunia now. Uh, it's just Madame Webb, but it's cheese instead of spiders. <laughs> Uh, uh, stay tipsy. (laughs) 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 Right. When we come back, all shit's about to break loose. You gentlemen have waited a little bit too long. Yes, we have. And we will see what happens. I've got a few bits in store for you. Violence. Violence happens. Say goodbye. Bye. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, um, good, good, good. See you later. What? <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Love that energy. <laughs> you don't have to go home and you can stay here for a little while longer while we yeah. continue to play. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, you can just stay. We will be back. Amazing. I know that energy. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>